Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Anna. And this is The Creator's Chaos, a podcast for creators by creators. Through engaging, thought-provoking conversations, we empower you to embrace your unique self in the social media scene. In today's episode, we have Denver content creator Lexi at Exploring with Lexi and talk about creating content in the place you live. But first, let's get into our icebreaker of the day. Our icebreaker today centers around Denver, and we want to know what is the one place everyone must experience when they come and visit Denver? I know that's difficult, but Lexi, what do you think? I feel like that's so hard because I think when people come to Colorado, they should go do like all the outdoorsy stuff, in my opinion. On my account, I highlight like a lot of like Denver-focused stuff, but that's more for people who like live here. But I feel like if you really come, like you should do a trip to the mountains. Spend like maybe an afternoon in Denver seeing like Union Station and like the Big Blue Bear and like those like little things, but then go to the mountains, like get that in. <laughs> I love that. Somewhere nearby that mountain town. Yeah. Or I think like a little like hot springs too. That would be a fun one. Yes. I love the hot springs. Do you guys have a favorite? My favorite hot springs is Iron Mountain. One that's expanded to like 32 pools. They have 32 pools and there's a 21 plus only section, which I quite enjoyed because there were no kids. So if you haven't been, go to Iron Mountain Hot Springs. Well, Rachel, I'm just going to take that as your answer. I will definitely stand behind that answer. It's a little bit out of Denver. It's like a three hour drive from Denver, but it is a gorgeous drive because you're driving through Breckenridge and Vail and you're seeing all these gorgeous mountain towns. But also the hot springs is just chef's kisses. What is your answer, Anna? Okay, mine is probably Red Rocks because I think it works really well for being close to Denver. And it is something that's really unique, especially if you go see a concert there. I really think everyone needs to see at least one concert at Red Rocks in their life. Have you been to a concert, Lexi, at Red Rocks? No, I haven't. Everyone always says it's like the best thing in the world. Like you have to experience it. And I'm like, I've been here three years and I haven't. Don't look at me. So today's episode, we have the incredible Lexi, who is a Denver content creator. We are so excited to have her. Anna and I have been running in the same content creator circle in Denver as Lexi, and she always has the best content to share on Denver, which we love because Anna and I, we were just talking about this the other day. We're creators, but we don't create specifically for like one city, where I feel like Lexi, a lot of your content is driven towards showing people more of Denver and like the places to go, the things to experience. And it's been extremely helpful for someone who lives in Denver, but has only been here for three years and never knows where to go to eat. Lexi always does her March Madness, like all these restaurants and stuff. And I love paying attention to that whole series. So Lexi, we're so excited to have you here to talk about creating content in the place you live, which I feel like is such a great avenue for so many creators because you're already here experiencing and going to different places in the city you live. So I'm really excited to dive into this with Lexi and talking about creating in a city that you love to be in, but you also live in. Lexi, what is your journey as a content creator, your handles, just sharing a little bit about yourself and what you think is relevant for our audience to know? So my name is Lexi and I run Exploring with Lexi on like basically like all platforms. I'm not like super active on all of them, but I am on all of them. And I just highlight like travel things to do in the city and then like kind of like lifestyle content. I like am really into food. So I just show tons of foodie stuff and things along those lines. And then really how I got started was I have always been like the person in my friend group when people 
people are like, where should we go to eat? And I'm like, oh, all these new places popped up, like always just doing my research and stuff like that. And like, even one of my friends went to Germany and then they were like texting me like, what should I do? And stuff. And I was like, I got you, like, no worries. So I've always been like doing that stuff. And then one day I was just like talking to my sister and she was like, you know, you should just start like sharing it more, like really get into like social media stuff. And then I just started doing it. Here we are. <laughs> That's great because it's really apparent that your personality is truly what you bring to your social media platform, which I love. It's so authentic. And that's what we really strive to be. I'm so happy that you're here with us talking about all these great things. Our next question is going to be, you know, a lot of us live here, but we aren't as driven to create the content around this city. So what really drives you to create this content? I just, I don't know, wherever I've been, I always think it's like good for people to like explore the city they live in. And I think like, I'm just like everyone else too, that I like love traveling and going to new places. But then I always forget to like explore where I am. You like move away and you're like, wait, I never went to like Red Rocks or something like that. So I feel like I just started sharing that kind of stuff because I was like, I am also that person who needs to like explore. And I feel like everyone kind of is like that. I'm hiding my face because that is me. I'm that person that goes everywhere and doesn't know what to do in Denver. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone is though, you know, like I feel like even like tons of stuff like we were saying, like I haven't even been to a Red Rocks concert, you know, and that's like a staple. So I feel like everyone's like that and I get it, you know, it's a hard balance. <laughs> Especially when you live in a city like Denver, you know, when I was living in Green Bay, Wisconsin, I'm gonna be honest, I've been everywhere. I've everything. I've done everything. But a place like Denver that has so much and even the greater area of Denver has so much to offer that you're so right. It's about exploring where you live just as much as it is about exploring other places. And as we're talking about the fact that there is so much in Denver, how do you choose the locations or the events that you want to share online? A lot of it is just like where I personally want to go. So I'm like kind of just like into the bar scene, the foodie scene. Like I like to do hiking and like outdoorsy stuff too. So I feel like I just naturally like kind of just highlight whatever I'm into. I try to get some small businesses and stuff, but it's it's honestly hard to find them. You know, I think that's like everyone's struggle is that it's the big ones that reach out to you. I just started kind of doing some more work with like Visit Aurora and stuff like that. So I'm really excited about that partnership I'm doing because they have like a lot of more like small businesses in that area. And so I think like that's like, you know, working with kind of places like that, like other cities and stuff is a good way to like kind of get small businesses. But yeah, I really just highlight like my life. I guess. No, it's so crucial to bring yourself to your platform. And I love that you're like, well, I go where I want to. And if people want to come, come along with me, let's do it. So this brings us to our next question, which is how do you strike a balance between showcasing like the hype spots, the well-known spots, and also introducing your audience to lesser known places? That's definitely a balance between going where Lexi wants to go, but going where people are telling Lexi to go. It can kind of be tricky because like I said, you know, like the bigger companies will reach out to you and be like, come here and like do this because they have like all the big openings and those are really fun but then at the same time I'm like okay like let me see like what do I actually want to go do because like I don't know maybe like neighbor Felix is opening another place but it's like okay everyone knows that place you know so kind of just being like choosing whether you think it's like good for your platform and again like what I like to do too so I don't know it's kind of like a challenge to kind of find the balance but I think I just also get tired from doing the events which is a lot of the big places and I just want to do something more (laughs) low-key so I think that helps too like because I go to like the low-key spot like the small businesses like on my own. (laughs) Events can be exhausting. We are totally resonating with that. I agree. We talk about that a lot about how events are exhausting and they don't 
always fit with your brand. Like you get invited to something and you're like, well, that's not something I would ever do in my normal life versus, you know, sometimes there are events where I'm like, yes, I want to do that. That's something I love. But it is a balance of like saying no to the places that don't make sense for like your personal brand and for your audience because it can like, I don't know about anyone else. I always feel so pressured to go to them when I'm getting invited. Like, oh, it's so hard to say no. But that's something I've been really like doing this year is just balancing like not going to every event. I have a follow up question, Lexi. Do you find that you enjoy creating content around the hype places more or the low key places more? I enjoy highlighting like low key places because I think it's like good for them to get kind of do marketing and stuff like that, you know, and so I get excited about the post. I do feel more pressure highlighting those because of that, though, compared to the hype ones, but also the hype ones. I enjoy doing those too, because a lot of times they have like cool vibes and stuff like that. And I love a vibey spot. Like, you know, I said like, oh, neighbor Felix, like another one, but like, you'll see me there. Like, I'll be there sometimes. But a lot of times, like if you post those ones, that's when I find there's like more hate on social media. So interesting. Yeah, my follow up question was going to be what content does better, like the low key spots or the hype spots? They kind of both do good. I think it like depends on I mean, I'll blame the algorithm. I don't know. (laughs) I think like they both do well. I think it just depends on like the spot itself in general. I'm sorry, I have to go back to the internet hate comment about the hype places. So you're saying that is it more TikTok or Instagram? I want the tea on Instagram. That's where I mostly like post like and get the most traction is like on Instagram. So that's where I also get the other end of the stick too. (laughs) I mean, there's always going to be the haters, I think. I did a series of like overrated places like in Denver. And so that like made a lot of people mad. And then I did another one that was like people's comments on that post, like what they thought was overrated and people like lost it. What are the challenges you find creating content that is like specifically for Denver? Like, I feel like there's like a lot of challenges when you're only creating content for like one city. I mean, the haters like that we just talked about, because like, if I ever do like a food thing, I'm like, the food here is good. Like, then you get a lot of haters on that. I think like Denver specific, that's like a little bit of a challenge, like those kinds of things. But then also expanding too, because like I said, like, while I do like live here and explore here, like I also do travel a lot. And so kind of like highlighting other cities, like whether it's in the US or outside the country is like a little bit harder because like my audience isn't as used to it. So I think like expanding like outside my niche, I guess per se, is like what's a bit challenging. What is the leading cause that drove you, Lexi, to want to create for more of a wider range of travel content versus just Denver? Like, was there a moment that you were like, whoa, I really want to transition? Or was it more of a slow moment that you transitioned into a wider scale? I was just really curious about that because I know a lot of our listeners think I want to change my niche or I want to develop my niche or want to go for the next big thing. So I think it'd be really interesting to hear from somebody who's actually in the process of doing it. That was like always my goal, to be honest, was kind of be more like a travel creator. I just felt like the best way to do it would be kind of to like start in Denver and like get an audience in the community and then be like, okay, now I can branch out and like kind of show like other cities and like kind of slowly gain audiences who are like more into travel and stuff like that. That was just like what I thought would be best. That makes total sense. I mean, knowing that you, rather than going for something really big off the start, you created a really strong knit community that allowed you a launching pad to start working with more cities and working with different places and stuff. I feel like you said that so much better than I just did. But yes, that was that made sense. That was totally great. I loved it. And I kind of talked about this next question a little bit. But if you want to dive in deeper, in your experience, do you find Colorado specific content to do better on Instagram or TikTok? What videos have gone viral for you? What has been your audience reach almost on those platforms with this content type? I mean, I mostly I post on TikTok too, but I mostly just focus on Instagram. I do like short form video. So that's like now preferred on Instagram over like TikTok isn't preferring it as much. So 
you know, I mean, my videos perform better on Instagram, I think just because of that. I don't know if it's like the content necessarily itself. TikTok is really posting everything over a minute now, like even on their like advice form, TikTok creators on Instagram, they're like, do a minute or more videos. That's really what you're posting. And you're right. I find it a lot harder to do longer videos. I saw that they like changed the creator like fun to that and that they were, I don't know, all those details that they were basically going to incentivize people to post a minute or longer. And I was like, that ain't me. (laughs) I'm wondering about your communities on both platforms. Do you feel like you've got a similar community on both platforms? Do you find that Instagram is a little bit more engaged as a community than TikTok? I definitely prefer Instagram. I have a little bit bigger audience over there, but I find that, again, I think it's like that kind of algorithm is that TikTok typically like posts it to like a big group of people as like when I post on Instagram, it feels like they post directly to my audience and they see it or like people in Denver. So I think that helps kind of like gain community that's actually based here. I get like a lot of messages too, like from Instagram, like DMs and stuff like that. And so I love like talking to people on DMs. Like I feel like that's more fun. But on TikTok, I don't really like see that as much. In what ways do you engage with your community? Because I've seen you do really cool things like giveaways or meetups. We've talked about you do the March Madness bracket. And I'm curious how you like connect with your community and the local audience. Yeah, I would say like doing polls and stuff on like stories. I think stories is like the best thing to connect with my community specifically. And then that kind of like leads to like DMing and stuff like that, which is really fun. And then I did the meetup too, which was fun. It was kind of like a smaller group, but it was still great to like see everyone and people were still like excited about the event. And then the March Madness too. I mean, people get really into that. I think like anything that like people give their opinion or like voting, or I do like to do some giveaways. And like whenever I travel, I do like a Starbucks gift card on my stories. Like if people can guess where I'm headed, people kind of just like get involved. And then they like ask me questions about my trip or like whatever it might be. So I think like stories though is my main like one that gets my community engaged. Can you talk us through this event that you hosted a meetup in Denver? I just want to learn more about this because I think it's such a cool idea for content creators in their cities to host these kind of live meetups. We want to connect in person. So I would love to learn more about this event that you did that we've been seeing on Instagram. It was really fun. It was kind of hard to get started. I've never like done an event or anything like that. But people had just been messaging me that they were like, I moved here. Like, where do I go to make friends? And like, I get kind of those messages all the time. And I don't know, I think it's kind of hard to just like be at a bar and make friends. So I was like, okay, like, do you guys want to do a meetup? Like, let's do something. And I ended up being at like Beerstat, like Lager House, which is really cool. And they have like kind of some big games and stuff that you can play. So it was a small group, like I said, you know, but I was so happy to work with them. And they were like really flexible. It was fun. And I think like people made friends, which was like the whole point. Speaking of collaborations, I would love to know, especially with your collaborations, are they mainly with local businesses? And if not, what types of brands do you typically work with? Because I know that it can be a struggle based on like what niche you're in. And I think because you're so specific to Denver, it would be interesting to hear what your collaborations look like. Most of mine are kind of like with bigger brands. I think it's just because they're the ones that pay. You know, I've worked with a couple like restaurants and stuff and we'll just do like exchanges, but I'll do exchanges for like stories or something like that. But it's like really any brand I'll work with, like as long as I feel like it aligns with me like personally, you know, so like I like drink alcohol. So I've worked with like alcoholic brands. I've worked with like soda companies before, you know, like pizza places and like stuff like that. So I feel like I'll do whatever (laughs) as long as it aligns. (laughs) But I really want to start working with like more travel boards, tourism boards, because like that's like what I would want to do long term is like be able to like travel and like highlight other cities. Which brings us to our next question. I feel like Lexi is doing the segues for us, but we noticed now that you're trying to move your niche more into creating travel content to encompass, like you said, more cities just like you do for Denver. What has been the hardest part about this transition? Do you 
you have any tips for anybody else looking to transition to a larger scale like you are with the travel content? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just hard to kind of like integrate the content because I think especially in Denver too, like a lot of people, it feels like maybe will live here their whole life, you know, which is like cool, whatever. But you know, then it's kind of hard to get them to travel maybe to other cities and stuff like that. So I think just like slowly integrating the content kind of helps with that. I have like one day a week that I'm like, okay, this is my travel day that it's going to be like some not in Denver. And then kind of like on Sundays, I'll just do something like fun or I've been doing a lot of like what I spent in these cities so people can kind of know like the pricing to budget and stuff like that to kind of incorporate more things and tips in the end like post what you want because like that's what's going to make like you happy and I think when people get burnt out is because they're like doing all the things that they feel like they should be doing instead of just like posting what they want like general tip for like (laughs) anything social media (laughs) I completely agree and I love that you're like slowly doing a transition of like okay one day a week I have something that's outside Denver because I think it's a great way to like test the water see what your audience like responds to what they don't respond to but at the same time still be able to do something you love and like you said not get burnout because I completely agree I'm kind of like I don't love niches specifically just because I'm the kind of person that loves doing all the things and I tired easily of like one specific thing so I think it's cool to see people transitioning into other spheres of creation I think like everyone's kind of goal is like always to do lifestyle content which is just like you know kind of sharing everything in your life because then yeah you don't get burnt out I actually like have an intern and she's just like starting social media and stuff and I was telling her because she's like in the mom space I was like yeah make sure you like branch out too because you will get trained <laughs> like you know or like you run out of also like creative ideas like you need like a reset and then you can like get back into it I would actually love to know about like what it's like to have an intern I'm very curious and I think that could be helpful it was really just like one of my like kind of like a family friend that I knew who wanted to start doing social media stuff and I was looking for some more help anyway and so I was like you know if like you want to come like do some stuff with me it's been fun you know I've tried to like give like kind of like weekly assignments that I think like things that she should be working on as well as like her doing some content for me so I have like a things to do like this weekend in Denver post so she's been like making some of those and then kind of like little stuff like that kind of just like talking to her about doing your rates like getting your media kit and like what are your niches but like how can you like branch out and like also start like working with brands and the type of content you should be posting to get those partnerships I don't know when you focus on just what you should be posting you forget to like tag the brand so you get noticed by them too so just like those little things that I've been helping her with and she's been doing some little work for me I love that idea because a lot of times people talk about like should I get a VA and like of course there's money and things involved with that so I like the idea of more of a mentorship where it's like you're mentoring her in exchange for a little bit help on your end and I just think that's a really cool idea that I have not heard anybody talk about or doing before I do like pay her a little bit but it's just like Colorado minimum wage so it's not like a lot of money in my opinion um I told her I was like long term I was like I would love to hire you like full time you know like if I did get to that point that I could but I think too she's a mom and so she has a kid so it kind of works with her schedule for her to be like more flexible and kind of like I think that's the type of person you need to for like a mentorship is someone who's like you know can kind of like work with their schedule and then it makes it easy on both ends (laughs) it's so cool to know of somebody who does this in like not a virtual assistant kind of way to have like an intern we should create a mentorship program like this in the content creator space like I love it I think it's a great idea that's actually like when I was getting started I had like done an internship with someone they're mostly like doing Pinterest and then I had done kind of more like a mentorship with someone like on Instagram and when I started working for her which was like two years ago she was like at 16,000 followers and now she's at like 140 or something like that working with her was like so helpful to like learn like I think it also just like get advice and kind of like be like yeah keep going like you're doing like good stuff and she would do like Instagram audits on my account so like review like my content being like what should you be working on or like this is working well and like all those little things I feel like are 
are so helpful. And like, I'm so grateful that I worked with her that when I was like, oh yeah, if I could do this for someone else, like if I could help this girl, you know, make like full-time money with it, like that would be awesome. Our last question is, we just want to know if someone is aspiring to be a content creator, especially in their own city, what advice would you give them? Kind of the first steps just go for it. Once you're like, okay, I'm going to do it. You know, I think like batching content is like really important off off the bat because then it kind of gives you like, even if you just did like a month, then it kind of gives you some time to be like, okay, like where am I going to focus on my niche? Kind of like getting all those steps in motion. And then when you're actually like going live and like doing it a little bit easier, I think when you have all like the content made up, which is something that I always wish I would have done because I just like went for it. And then there's all the pressure keeping up with it all the time. So yeah, definitely batching the content, but also just like go for it. You know what I mean? Because I think probably like when I first first started it took me a year that I was like I want to do it but I was like I don't know you know like back and forth kind of thing and I feel like everyone always says like I wish I would have started sooner so it's like just start because you're always gonna wish that you would have started sooner so just go for it who cares what that like random person from high school thinks like (laughs) and I love that you said just start because you always are going to wish you started earlier that that's our next t-shirt because it's so true and so many aspects of things you know a foreign language a hobby things like that we're like oh we would be so much better if we just started sooner But if you don't start now, you'll never be able to say that. I always like to steal like Nike saying, it's like, just do it. (laughs) Well, we are so thankful for having you here. And Lexi, we learned so much today. And I think it's inspired Anna and I to do a little bit more exploring of Denver versus always hoping to go to a new place. But there's so much cool stuff that happens right here in Colorado. That's why I moved here because of all of those opportunities and all of those experiences. So we absolutely loved having you today, Lexi. I feel like a lot of the creators listening to us today can really think about how they can create even in their backyard. You don't always have to go out and explore a new city or a new state. So I absolutely loved having you here today. Thank you guys so much for having me. Make sure friends to go follow Lexi at Exploring with Lexi on all platforms. If this episode resonated with you, we invite you to leave a review, rate, follow, and share with your creative bestie. Make sure to connect with us on our platforms at The Creators Chaos and our personal accounts at The underscore R Brooks and at Anna Page Morgan. Thank you so much for listening and being part of our community. 